which is the end of Perik Mabes. We're talking about a person being made a year off. And the issue we spoke about until now was the idea that Hashem knows what's happening and He cares. There's another thing Dalt Rebbe now proposes as a mechanism for establishing strong Yira. And that is that not only does Abishta know what's going on, everything is managed via Gili of the Abishta. Everything we see around us is actually managed only a garment for Elokus. Just like a physical king. The primary fear is from his primius, from innermost points, and his vitality, not his physical body. When a king is asleep, no one's afraid of him. The inner dimension of a king You can't see it with your physical eyes. You have a mind. And because of what you see physically, you understand intellectually that there's life here, that there's will here, that there's power here. Since the physical eyes are able to see of his body and his garments, and how he operates, and how he functions, and what he does. She had there that he knows that his life is inside of him. So if that's the case, the same is true, you should be afraid of the Abishter. Not only because of the first reason, which is that Hashem knows what's happening, but for a different reason. What is that? When you see with your physical eyes, heaven, earth, and all of the hosts, what are you looking at? What is this table? The truth of this table, the truth of Shemayim, the truth of Oretz, and the truth of Sol Tzvam is the Eid itself which gives them life. And therefore, the reason you should have Yerat Shemayim because everything you're looking at is simply a right that is an Eibishter. Any physical thing you see is not Milam Master Nelikus. Hey, Nengvareisa, this is the Eibishter in a tzir of Lavush. Ba'av, Shuhu, Aidei, Slapshus, Belavush, Menabim. Even though Kvayachal Alakus is garmented in many, many layers, because it's physical things, and physical things don't show any ruchnias. That's true, but it doesn't make a difference. There is no separation and difference whatsoever. When you're afraid of a physical king, but he has no clothes at all, he's wearing one outfit, even if he's wearing many outfits, you know that the king is inside, you have the cheretz. A person could develop Yira when he realizes the truth of the world around him is Elokos. Every physical thing is managed. But in order to succeed in this second union, it's the habit. To acclimate one's mind and one's thought constantly. The should be fixed in his heart. And in his mind, Tomid all the time. Everything he sees, with his eyes. the heaven and the earth. everything that fills it. Hakil, all of it. are simply peripheral garments. And when you realize that the physical world is simply garments of the Ebishter, Yiskir Tamid, you'll remember always the inner dimension of what they are and the Lebedic dimension of what they are and this is the Ebishter. How do you develop Yerah Shamayim? Because wherever you look, you're seeing the Ebishter. But the Rebbe says, this second, this abundance requires Hergal. You have to get yourself used to the idea that everything is Holocaust. This need 
to perpetually acclimate yourself to get yourself constantly used to. This idea is included in the idea of Amunah. Because Amunah is Shulach and Regilus. Amunah means to acclimate yourself, to get yourself used to. Shemar Gilhodim is Atzmi. A person gets himself used to. Like a craftsman who expertly uses his hands to do his work. A yid has to be ma'amen, his focus on the Ebishter, so the Ebishter should become real. This is a second his bondness was made a yidah. Yesterday and the day before, this bondness was made a yidah was Bechen Kleyes Valev. And now we're saying a new union. Walk made a Shemaim when you realize that everything is the Ebishter. Hagoa. And this is already a third union. Okay, and this third union, the Rebbe says like this, and the Rebbe's Biurim, and this footnote, he says, that the purpose of this footnote is like this. Listen. The Rebbe says, look at the world, and see Bittl to the Ebishter. He says, it's very hard to look at the world, see Bittl to the Ebishter. You know why? Because you don't know what the Ebishter is. If you meet a king, yeah, you meet a king, you're not, talking, you're not respecting his gulf, you're respecting his neshama. But if you don't know what a king is, how can you have yid of a melech and you have no concept of a melech? Take a peasant. Bring him to the president. He can't possibly have enough terecheretz. Not because he doesn't mean to. He has no chush in what it means, a position like this. So the Rebbe says that yid is going to think about the greatness of the Ebishter. Yeah, so first of all, he's going to think that the Ebishter knows what he's doing. Second, everything's Ebishter. But how can you have chush in the Ebishter? How can you have yid of something that you don't know what it is? So the Rebbe says, You see with your physical eyes a bitl and a yid of some nevraim to the Ebishter. Sheheim, and what is that? That the heavens... Nullify the light of the Ebishter. When they bow every day. every day. When they go down. The hosts of heaven all bow to the Ebishter. What does it mean? They bow to the Ebishter. The Shekhinah is in the West. Therefore, the idea that they're constantly moving westward, it's an act of bowing and bittel to the Ebishter. He says, not only do you look at physical things, and the physical things remind you everything is the Ebishter, but some of the physical things are actually demonstrating a bittel for the Ebishter. You see in the heavens, and of course you know what the Rambam says, that the stars and planets are actually going to the east, not to the west. But the Galgal the Galgal forces them to go to the west, and the Rebbe says this is because of the bittel to the Ebishter. And the avoid the relevance of this is as follows. You never met a king. You don't recognize him. And therefore, even if you would meet the king, what does it help? Someone tells you, look, the king is inside of that levush. Says the Rebbe, nevertheless, he goes into the courtyard of the king. Many and honorable officers all bowing down to one man. People all of him, in fact, is going to be full of fear, awe and fear from this man, even though until that point he didn't have a chush. That's what the Rebbe is saying now. There's a third Indian in the Hezbollah of Yireh. First of all, you're misbeinen. The Ebishter knows what's happening in this world, and he cares. Second of all, is the Pneum is everything is the Ebishter. Third of all, you see the Yireh of Tzva Shamayim to the Ebishter. And therefore, even though you never met the Ebishter, you could learn from them that you have to have Yireh for the Ebishter as well. So this Haggah, it's... It's a pshat in the second is bondness, and it's also a third is bondness. The pshat in the second is bondness is how, so, so everything is abishta. So, but I don't know what the abishta is. Is it that? But you see mishtacham. You see the tzvashmai bowing to the abishta. So even though you don't know what the abishta is, their bittel gives you an idea of what the abishta is, and it gives you a bittel. It's a third point.
And now we go back to the Pnim. Vagam, this is already a fourth point of Ayim Eder here, and that's as follows. Liyaz <coughs> said it should be in the memory of a person Tamar all the time. Lashah Chazal, the expression of the Chazal, Kabbalah Seil Machah Shemayim, you should accept the yoke of the kingdom of heaven. Shuk Inyan, which is the idea of same Tasm Alech HaMelech, making Gabish to your Melech. And this is not just stop thinking about Hashem is in developing fear. You have to make yourself as Evid. In other words, it's not just, you know, you, you think about a, the, a buffalo charging down, down the hill, you're going to be afraid. This is not only about thinking about the Ebrish in a way which makes you afraid. You have to make yourself his slave. You have to be machnia yourself to him in your mind. And you have to know, abandons the heavens and the earth. And he appoints his amalchus upon us. We receive it from him. Which is why we bow down in Shemayin Esrei. This bowing is not simply a matter of thinking about Hashem and therefore developing Yira, but it's proactively making ourselves his knech. And when do we do it? In Shema, we said that the Ebishter is yoke. And now, it's not just he's our king, we're his subject. And Yiddish Shemaim is greatly enhanced. When we're not just thinking about him, so that thinking about him has, gives us Yira, but when we think about us, and we're his slaves, that for sure helps giving us Yira. Lach said to repeat, or the Kabbalah, to accept, but in actual fact, So if you want to split it, you have four is abundance of Yira. Number one, the Ebishter knows what's happening. Number two, the world is simply a lavush for lakus. Number three, we see the bittel of the Tzvah Shemaim to the Abish there which should be made by us a bittel. And number four, same Tzvah Shemaim, you have to make yourself his subject.